Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the FinTwit podcast where I highlight tweets from FinTwit influencers. There are many accounts I follow on Twitter that I think are doing a fantastic job of providing educational, motivational, and entertaining content. And my goal with this podcast is to allow you to consume this content in audio format so that you can reduce the amount of time you spend reading or looking for content on Twitter. You can follow me at Guy Leblanc on Twitter. Uh, so at G-U-Y underscore L-E-B-L-A-N-C. And please go rate the podcast on iTunes and provide feedback as it helps me make this better for you and everyone else. I'm attempting to recreate an audio version of the best of Twitter while avoiding the worst of Twitter, the dreaded doom scroll. Information curation is a huge necessity these days, in my opinion. We have too much info to process, so I help take some of the work off your plate and serve you with hand-picked content to avoid the noise. Please remember, nothing I say on this podcast is financial advice or recommendations to buy or sell stocks that are mentioned. So today, I want to have a look at Context Logic Inc., ticker WISH, so W-I-S-H. And um, I've done stocks before. However, when I've done them, I've looked at recent popular tweets and today what I want to do is I, want, I also want to look at past tweets and I want to have a look at how people felt about the stock when they first started talking about it. And so like, when did they start talking about it? How did they feel? Uh, and how do they feel now and, and what's going on and what has changed since then? So um, I'll get started. I, I first want to go over the basics on Yahoo Finance and, and then we'll get to the tweets. But so content, Context Logic Inc., so ticker WISH, W-I-S-H on the NASDAQ, um, has uh, had an average volume in the last three months of 40 million, and today it traded 33 million, so nothing unusual, but it did go up uh, almost 6%. So that has started uh, a little bit of uh, an influx of tweets about Wish on Twitter today because of that. Um, and one of the reasons why I'm talking about it today. Um, the market cap is $3.25 billion. And if we look at the description here, um, it says that Context Logic Inc. operates as a mobile e-commerce company in Europe, North America, South America, and internationally. The company operates Wish platform that connects users to merchants. It also provides marketplace and logistics services to merchants. The company was incorporated in 2010 and is headquartered in San Francisco, California. Um, so it's in, in the internet retail industry. And the best way... I've heard a few people talking about it and the best way that I've seen it described is it's it's kind of like the dollar store of e-commerce uh, which is why I got interested in this so it is a fairly large company at this point they apparently have and I could get this wrong but I'm 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 thinking around 100 million active users so people that are going on there and looking to buy products so kind of like amazon but again like the dollar store of e-commerce so they're typically like cheaper products um and i don't i don't have a ton of examples but 
um, it, it, it really caught my eye because I remember when Dollar Store and those companies came out, um, some people were very negative about it, um, saying like, oh, all they do is sell crap and stuff like that. But um, eventually those people ended up buying products from that store. And it's not like it's not like they're going there every day, but it, it does serve a purpose and it does serve millions of people across the world so i i have an inkling that maybe wish can be that kind of provider or that kind of uh, platform down the road so i'm keeping an eye on it um full disclosure i do not own a single share of wish but i do have it on my watch list and i'm interested in seeing how this plays out and maybe down the road i, I will end up buying some shares um but yeah, that's pretty much what I, I wanted to share on, on that side of things. So we'll, we'll go into the tweets. And today one caught my eye and it was from Bo Stocks. And he, sa- he just said, wish, Christmas sales. So he's implying that the stock is cheap. But what I really liked about it is, I don't know if you guys remember the wish book. So the catalog that Sears would send out months before Christmas. Um, spent hours looking at that catalog and picking out uh, Christmas gifts. And uh, I think he's implied, like, I think it's like sort of a play on words where he's saying wish Christmas sales, wish book. So I thought that was interesting. And another one today that caught my eye was by Silber Glate Jr. And he says, or she says, Wall Street poker strategy for wish happened with Facebook and Snap but you're not old enough to remember. One, convince the crowd that shares are worthless. Two, induce a dump to make the stock red and scare the crowd. Three, load up on the cheap shares while everyone is panicking. Four, profit. And he's got screenshots of Snap and Facebook. Um, so yeah, and, and uh, the, so the, the stock IPO'd in December and went up to from $20 to like about $32 and now it's gone down all the way to four um uh, and back up to five today with the with the six percent increase um so yeah it's it's had quite a it's gone down quite a bit but uh there are still some people that are still excited about it so um yeah okay so I shared a couple that I really liked from today. Today, there were a lot of like really bullish tweets and people were tagging Zach Morris on it because he started talking about it first on Twitter. Um, or he's the big, the first big influencer that started talking about it. So that's where I want to go now. I want to go back to when he started talking about it. And we're going to go back to June 11th. And I could... It's possible that I've missed some that came before that, but I looked, uh, I, I used the Twitter search tool and this is what I came up with. So on June 11th, he posted, wish, got more on the dip, short-term swing. And um, if we look around June 11th, if we look at the chart, we will see that it had gone down from its high in February of about 32, it had gone down to about seven. 
and on June 7th, it kind of skyrocketed up to around 12 with a huge increase in volume. And then for a couple of days, it sort of dipped a little bit. And now we're at June 11th. And here comes uh, Mr. Zach Morris. So sometimes when I see those things, I wonder, like, was he the one on June 7th that, like, bought all those shares? There was a little dip. And then he started um, talking about it or promoting. And I, I'm i not doing this podcast to talk down about people are on Twitter or to say that some are pumpers and some are, you know, uh, bears and stuff like that. This is not the purpose of this. What I want to do is just, you know, paint the story of what's happening on Twitter and I'll let you guys judge, um, what you think. So, uh, and, and also I, I have listened to Zach Morris on some podcasts and I really do, I, I like his content and I like how he looks at the market and some of the things that he uh, believes in. So um, I I don't believe he's a pumper, um, but uh, again, uh, I'm going to go over some more tweets here. So back to the tweets. So we talked about June 11th. Now I'm going to go to June 20th. And sorry, um, I'm not going to mention those tweets, but June 11, June 14, there's a bunch of tweets from Zach and he just sort of like mentions the ticker and then he like screenshots products that you can buy on Wish. Um, so stuff like that. That was like the most common type of tweet that I that I saw during that period. And then on June 20th, there's a, a tweet here from Jeremy Justice. Uh, I don't think I have ever seen you push a stock this hard, ha. Huh? But I do like the weird stuff on Wish you've been finding. So I thought this was cool. Um, let's go back though. So this is like this is where uh, Zach Morris started talking about it, June uh, 11, 2021. Let's go way back to January 13th, and the stock IPO'd. It went down and then this is when it started going up uh before it got to its peak in february this is where everything was going up but um stock market news says wish plus 14 percent so it was one of the best performing large cap stocks on that day and um, i managed to find a few more tweets but nothing significant so at this point people weren't really talking about it much. Uh, And then going back to June 11th, when we start seeing uh, more action, which is mostly driven by Zach Morris, uh, Zach Morris says, wish can see 15 to 20 swing. My stop loss would be 950. Um, And then he has another tweet. My wish PT is now $30 plus. And these tweets have a lot of likes. Like a lot of people are following him. Um, I've mentioned this in another uh, episode, but uh, he has over 560,000 followers. Um, Also on uh, around then on June 14th, Alex Cutler, who's an investor and trader and YouTuber with over 140,000 followers said, wish supposedly there is some strong chatter about 
uh, wish shopping on WSB, so Wall Street Bets on Reddit. And that had a bunch of comments on it. So, you know, people are starting to, to notice this. And then um, on that same day, Yates Investing, another big influencer with uh, over 240,000 followers, says, really considering taking a position in Wish. And then, again, lots of comments, lots of likes. Um, on that same day, Stock Swinger says, Wish shorts are screwed over $12. Let's ignite the squeeze bulls. Same day, Chris Randone, another big influencer with over 100,000 followers, also a big, uh, he's big on Bitcoin as well. He says, um, if the... If the gorillas, I think that's a gorilla. Anyway, I feel like I should know that. But if the gorillas are truly behind Wish, then we should have an exciting next couple of months. And we have also Vivi, the bio queen. And she's got a lot of followers too. She has over 34,000 followers. Um, she's, I know her from being um, uh, very interested in biotech, but she also tweets about the other stocks as well. So she says, Wish, it's not that every trader decided collectively to buy Wish like some have claimed. It's just undervalued. IPO was 30. Let's get back to at least 20. My daughter loves to buy from Wish. I have owned the app for years. All right. Um, we're still around June. Like this is June 15th. Mike Investing says, Wish, let's see $15 today. And at this point, it's sort of going up and getting some some volume, but uh, it didn't end up lasting very long. Uh, another one from Yates Investing, Wish is insane, LOL. Let's get it back over 12. Uh, same day, PJ Matlock, another big influencer with over 320,000 followers. Um, he just says Wish, and he has a nice screenshot of... Um, comparing Amazon and Wish. So when you're when you whenever you're comparing something to to Amazon, you are signaling that you are quite bullish. Um, the next one. This was on the same day. We have Wish um, seeking alpha is is tweeting this one. Wish Wish stock patient investors could soon see twenty dollars again. And it's got a, an article here. I won't go over it, but obviously there's more uh, bullish tweets coming in. Um, Hulk says, my largest positions, FUBU, AHT, and now Wish. All swinging full. Can you smell what the rock trading is cooking? Um, a little reference there to WWE. Um, again, June 15th, we have Yates Investing. I literally just keep adding Wish. Either I go broke or we squeeze these shorts and I make a ton. So this was also back when they're talking about, um, you know, taking advantage of short people that short the stocks and, and going for short squeezes. Um, there was a lot of that chatter going on. Uh, Zach Morris says, and this is June 15th still, wish picked up more today. Thank you. Um, June 6th. Uh, June 15th again, Manpreet says added more wish. 
Um, and he has over 100,000 followers. So we got a lot of big influencers really pushing the stock here. And, and again, I, I, you know, some might call them pumpers and maybe that's what they're doing. But I, I actually think this company might have a shot at really doing well. Um, and, and I, I would like to think that that's what they're thinking as well. Um, Ger Gavin on the 15th said three years ago, I ordered some smoke grenades on wish.com for $30 and I'm still waiting long, short wish you tell me. So this is the first like bearish comment that I found. I'm sure there were more, but Ger Gavin, I, I follow him. He's got over 48,000 followers, and uh, so he wasn't very impressed with Wish at that point. Um, another one from Yates Investing, Wish, volume is all you need. $20 is realistic. And this is when it was around $10. Um, and he also says, why I personally like Wish, Wish buyer median annual household income is at 50K. 75% of people surveyed prioritize the price of an item over brand and delivery time. However, they are working on delivery time. So those are really good reasons to like it, in my opinion. Um, Chris Randone says, and this is, we're going uh, a little farther. This is June 29th. He says, uh, 1378, 1379 is support for wish, bounced twice. Wouldn't mind seeing some upward momentum this afternoon now, but those level uh, would be dip buys. Um, Neo on June 29th as well. So Neo is another influencer on Twitter with over 36,000 followers. Um, says, wish they didn't love it in the 10s, but loved it in the 12s. They didn't love it in the 13s, but loved it in the 15s. Now they don't. Love it in the 14s, but will love it in the 16s. They will absolutely love it at 69. And 69 comes from, I think it's Zach Morris at some point said that it was going to get to 69. And that has stuck. There's still people talking about it today. Uh, Neo also says, wish, look at these whales in the last six days. All higher buys than the current price. Last hike, we, last time we dipped like this, it ripped 25% the next two days um, okay um, on that same day Zach Morris said wish pullbacks are healthy $69 no cap uh, Chaika on that same day oh sorry uh, yeah so we're done the past tweets Chaika is actually three days ago so now th these are more recent tweets so just to see the difference so um, at that point the stock was over 10 and everybody was thinking it was going to get to 20 or even 30 or according to Zach Morris, 69. Uh, but now three days ago, um, you know, it's down to the fours. So let's see how people feel about that. Uh, Chika uh, says, or Chika says, wish is going to $1 at this rate. Um, crying face. Um, Take says, Baba, wish, bought the dip, the actual dip. The dip of the dip, the dip of the dippity dip. So just implying, you know, everybody says buy the dip, but like if I keep buying the dip and it keeps dipping, where where are we going with this? Um, Stock Shark Art says, and this is still three days ago, uh, wish 
I bet you're wishing you sold your shares, didn't buy this stock, and didn't listen to the called gurus on Twitter. Diamond hands and hodl don't always work. They can be very painful lessons. Be careful who you listen to on Fintwit. And that brings up a good point. Like, I I use Twitter because there are a lot of very smart people on Twitter that have amazing ideas. And yes, some of them get really excited about stocks um, and, and make it seem like they're pumpers and maybe some of them are. But I, I get really excited about some of the stocks I buy too. And, and so I get it. It's really hard to hide your excitement when you take a big bet on something and it starts going in your favor and you, you just get really excited about it. And honestly, if you really believe in a stock, uh, sometimes you believe in it to the point where you want to help others discover it because you really think it'll help them make money. So I think there's a little bit of both. Um, I am naturally optimistic so and uh, positive. So I, I really think a lot of these people have good intentions and are really trying to help others and want to share their ideas. But you have to be careful. And I think if you're going to be using Twitter as a tool... I think you're going to get lots of great ideas, but I think you really need to take the extra time to do your own due diligence and to make sure that you're making trades or investments based on what you believe and what you came up with after having gotten suggestions or ideas from everybody else. Uh, two days ago, Brian Jones wish below 483 now, but they don't want to know the truth. They want to hear the pumper say, $100 by next week. This is why they have 400,000 suckers following and I don't have many. So this, he was, uh, he was actually retweeting his own tweet, which said, friends still asking about Wish. They may have been the greatest setup of all time. The pumpers gave it, gave it, gave out at $10 saying it was going to 100 in just weeks. $6 now and still looks terrible. So he had tweeted that in September, on September 23rd, and there he's retweeting that. Uh, Ger Gavin says, CEI, Wish, AHT, people buy the same garbage stocks from the same people each time expecting a different result. When will they learn? So he is almost mad at what's been happening. And, and again, I... I don't think those stock picks were necessarily horrible recommendations, but there was always the the risk that they were going to go down hard, and they, they all did. And, and they might have a future, but um, th those companies have their work cut out because um, things aren't going so well right now. Uh, Inbar Huddle says, please review the list of plays from 2021 and learn from it. So he's tagging at Mr. Zach Morris. He says CEI equals $20 plus. Wish equals 69 plus. AHT equals the moon. IVR equals double digits. DATS equals $30. FAMI cheap at $0.55. BBIG equals cheap at double digits. L-O-T-Z 
equals double digits, ITRM equals $5 plus, and that one's in around 50 cents right now. So those are all plays that Zach Morris was recommending, and, and like pretty highly recommending, that have gone down quite a bit. Um, and, and then he's got a picture below that says he's a fraud. Um, so I don't know, and... and it it sounds like he, he he knows a lot about stocks and and you know maybe he just got these wrong and and there're probably some that he got right that he he did well with but the other possibility too is that he started doing a lot of trading and that when stocks were all going to the moon and now we're finding out that maybe he didn't know as much as it seemed so um you know, uh, I'm interesting. I'm interested to know how some of you think about that. But uh, I, I'm not leaning towards. Like, I'm not sure. It's just really interesting to me. It's, it's funny how some people can really feel strongly on one side, and then others uh, be completely on the other side of it. Uh, Brian Jones two days ago said, "One of my contributions, uh, I've proved." That when a pumper says to his followers, hold the stock, it's going much higher, that is a very bad idea. What they really mean is dump the stock on the pumper immediately before they do. Just look at PED, Wish, Be Big, and so, so many more. Uh, Bullish Trade two days ago said, my three large holds into end of 2021 is DATS, RGS, and WISH, Wish. So this trader still believes in Wish. Uh, Simply Sim says, I bought something from Wish in 2017 and it's still on the way. Um, again, um, a, a second person pointing out that maybe, you know, regardless of the stock, maybe this company is not performing the way we would expect uh, from an Amazon or another company that does something similar. Having said that, um, 2017, it's possible that Wish um, has made mistakes and they might still make mistakes, but it's possible that they're improving and maybe their service is getting better. So something to keep in mind. Um, Drippy says, CEI, Wish, both down gutter. If you guys listen to me, I hope I helped you save some money. Fintwit is scary place if you follow Fury. Uh, Furus blindly. I think they meant gurus, but I'm not sure. Always have your plan. There were a couple of spelling mistakes that really caught me off guard here, but um, yeah, just be careful. <laughs> uh, Dan Dighty of Dips says, and this is two days ago, recording tomorrow's episode, and he has using price action as a sell signal, inflation, Facebook whistleblower and using RSI to find out when Wish will reverse. So he's been pretty uh, high on Wish as well. So I guess uh, in this podcast or recording, they talked about what they think is going to happen with Wish. Um, Trader Ahmad says, Wish bullish stegosaurus pattern confirmed. This is a very unique pattern that always that almost always leads to the Brachiosaurus. The Brachiosaurus will erect its long, hard neck straight up to the moon. Um, Wall Street bets. I have no idea if this person is bullish or just being sarcastic, but I thought it was funny, so I added it in there. 
Um, Silberg Light Jr. says, Wish, $1.9 billion in revenue, market cap $3.3 billion. Etsy, $1.7 billion in revenue, market cap $25.9 billion. Shopify, $2.9 billion in revenue, market cap $212 billion. Profit is an opinion, revenue is a fact. So this this uh, caught my eye, and uh, I, I want to mention that uh, one of my favorites on Twitter, uh, Brian Feroldi, actually posted a 10-minute a video on Wish and what he thought of it. And in the end of the video, he did mention that he doesn't think it's a buy for him yet, but that he was intrigued and um, at the beginning of the video stated that he was surprised that he didn't know about it uh, before because of how big it is. So it has a large revenue. And if you look at the revenue, the market cap is, is tiny. There are companies out there with a much larger market cap that don't even have any revenue. And these guys have 1.9 billion. So it's definitely intriguing. Um, Beginner investor says, call me crazy, but wish solely based on revenues should not be a $5 stock. And in this case, I, I think this is possibly true. Um, but I think people have to be careful when they say $5 stock because it, it's really irrelevant what the price is. Um, you have to look at the market cap. Um, and if you look at the market cap, then what he's saying actually makes sense. So hopefully he was considering the market cap when he said that. Uh, Bull Trends says, Wish could be in the sweet spot I put out two days ago. Um, I might start sprinkling in some buys, see if it can hold this level for 20 to 40% bounce. Still not feeling the general market conditions though. If it breaks lower, I'll have to find a new buy level. So the market has been kind of iffy lately. Um, I know some people are doing well, but it's mostly in, in the larger cap stocks, the big tech. Um, a lot of the OTC and small cap stocks have been doing horrible for the last six to eight months, especially in biotech, which I follow a lot of those stocks. So it's something to keep in mind. Maybe the market isn't ready for it. Um, four to eight says... My worst call this year is Wish. I am currently down 32000 on this trade. Have not sold a share. Hashtag transparency. So at least being honest, uh, I do appreciate that and actually posting the amount that he's down. Um, but obviously still has some conviction. Hasn't sold anything and, and willing to post that. So we'll see what happens. Antonio Costa says, Wish the insanity is over. Now the big boys are stepping in large. So this was yesterday. Um, and yeah, we'll see. Um, yesterday we also had Steve Urkel. I don't know if uh, you guys remember it, but I used to watch a lot of Family Matters and he was one of my favorites. Just hilarious. And uh, so he's on Twitter. It's not the real one, but I don't think it's the real one anyway. Um, he says, I don't want to see Wish break out today. It wouldn't be substantial, in my opinion, could pop and drop. Rather see few days of buildup and strong accumulation, momentum into upper wedge line first. So obviously it's a, he's a um, chart trader, um, and he says then pop. 
Please be aware that all setups can fail. This one can too. Manage risk accordingly. So I really appreciate when people um, give some information and their opinion, but they also like they 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 acknowledge that the confidence level is never a hundred percent. Like don't don't mislead people. And uh, I appreciate this tweet. Uh, Space Simeon says, "Wish will fill that gap at nine before the end of the year, in my opinion." So seems like a realistic goal to get to nine dollars. Michael and Esther say, or they say, a "Wish we have about." One H left to close or one hour left to close above $5 or more and push 40 million shares today for a validated reversal. If so, let's swing this to six, then eight. And this was yesterday. Um, another one here from Market Rebellion. Most mentioned tickers on Wall Street bets via swaggy stocks. So um, there's the top 10 and Wish was third. So a lot of people are talking about Wish. I'm, I've been noticing on Twitter, and that's why I decided to talk about it today. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm interested. I'm watching it. Um, and um, yeah, Top Stock Alert says Wish Prime to Breakout. So they believe things are happening. Um, and I'll finish with this last one. Trade XLNC says Wish. I will update my position from time to time. But when I mention long on a trade, that means exactly what it reads. You must follow your own trade plan. I'm waiting for the FUBU type run. So FUBO uh, had had quite the run and uh, he's long on this one. And that's another thing too. Um, the last podcast that I heard uh, Zach Morris talk about Wish, he did mention that he was now long. So um in some of the earlier tweets, it felt like it was just going to be a swing trade. Now he says long. Um, how long? I'm not sure. But um, in the end, just remember, nothing I said is financial advice. I know I'm reading tweets and uh, sometimes commenting on them, and they are my opinion. Um, but I, I really hope... Um, I hope you find this interesting. I hope you find it valuable. But I really hope you do your own homework, your own due diligence, and uh, reach to your own conclusions before you make any big decisions. So thanks again, and uh, we, will, uh, we will see you next time. Thank you.